Jonathan Edwards explores the concept of divine mercy in relation to human sinfulness. Drawing from Psalm 25.11, Edwards posits that the magnitude of one's sin does not act as a barrier to receiving God's mercy, provided that the individual genuinely seeks it. Edwards outlines several prerequisites for truly seeking God's mercy. First, Edwards argues that one must recognize their own misery and need for mercy. He states that divine mercy is inherently linked to the notion of alleviating misery. Therefore, one cannot be a recipient of God's mercy without first acknowledging their own wretchedness. This involves understanding oneself as a child of wrath, subject to the laws and curses that come with sinfulness. Second, the individual must be aware of the dire consequences of remaining in sin, which include eternal damnation and the wrath of God. Edwards accentuates that the wrath of God is not something to be taken lightly. It is a dreadful and awful thing to be an object of God's wrath. Third, one must realize their own helplessness in the face of such wrath and misery. Edwards points out that no one else can save them from this predicament. They are without strength, and their case is utterly desperate. In summary, Edwards argues that the key to receiving God's mercy lies in the sincere recognition of one's own sinfulness, the awareness of the severe consequences of such sin, and the understanding of one's own inability to escape this misery without divine intervention. Once these conditions are met, the greatness of one's sin will not be an impediment to receiving God's mercy. Also, Edwards affirms the boundless nature of God's mercy in forgiving sins. According to Edwards, God's mercy is infinite, and this infinite quality makes it equally capable of pardoning both minor and major sins. He argues that the concept of infinity is beyond any gradation of small or large. It is a measure that transcends all. Just as God, being infinitely great, is not more above a king than he is above a beggar, his mercy is not more suited for lesser sins than for greater ones. The infinite nature of God's mercy means that it is as sufficient for pardoning a multitude of sins as it is for pardoning a single sin. Edwards uses this theological perspective to underscore the limitless compassion and forgiveness that God offers to all, irrespective of the magnitude of their sins. Moreover, Edwards posits that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is sufficient for the absolution of all sins, regardless of their magnitude. Edwards cites biblical verses to assert that Christ's satisfaction is complete and covers all sins for those who genuinely seek God's mercy. This, he argues, makes it entirely plausible for God to pardon even the gravest of sinners without compromising His divine attributes, including His holiness. Edwards asserts that God's holiness inherently opposes sin and necessitates a demonstration of his aversion to it. However, the sacrifice of Christ serves as that very demonstration, satisfying the requirements of God's holiness. In doing so, God can now extend his love to the sinner without endorsing the sin itself, no matter how severe the sin may be. Edwards argues that the act of Christ taking on the guilt of humanity and suffering God's wrath is the ultimate testament to God's abhorrence of sin. Therefore, the satisfaction provided by Christ's sacrifice allows God to pardon sinners in a manner that is consistent with His divine attributes. Furthermore, Edwards argues that God has the capacity to pardon even the gravest of sinners without compromising His divine majesty. 
thanks to the sacrifice made by Christ. Edwards posits that the honour of God's majesty necessitates satisfaction for the contempt brought upon it by sin. However, this satisfaction is fully achieved through Christ's sufferings, which serve as a reparation for the injury done to the divine majesty. Edwards highlights that God's justice as the ultimate judge demands the punishment of sin. Yet, this justice is fully satisfied by Christ's sacrifice, allowing God to pardon sinners without compromising his role as the supreme judge. Edwards also discusses the role of the law, stating that it is not an obstacle to the pardon of sinners who genuinely seek God's mercy. This is because Christ has fulfilled the requirements of the law and borne its curse, as cited from Galatians 3.13. Therefore, according to Edwards, the sacrifice of Christ enables God to offer forgiveness while maintaining His divine justice and majesty. In addition, Edwards indicates that Christ will not turn away sinners who genuinely seek mercy and repentance. According to Edwards, Christ's primary mission is to serve as a saviour for sinners. It is the very reason he came into the world. Edwards cites Matthew 9.13 to reinforce that Christ did not come to call the righteous, but to invite sinners to repentance. In this context, sin is not an obstacle, but rather the condition that Christ aims to remedy. Edwards likens Christ to a physician, arguing that just as a doctor would not refuse a patient because they are severely ill, Christ will not refuse a sinner because they are deeply flawed. The greater the sin, the greater the need for Christ's saving grace. Therefore, Edwards assures that no one is too sinful to be saved if they approach God in a sincere manner seeking mercy. Last but not least, Edwards maintains the glory of divine grace in the redemption offered by Christ. According to Edwards, the entire plan of salvation is designed to glorify God's free grace. This grace is particularly magnificent because it extends to the greatest sinners, offering them pardon and redemption. Edwards cites Romans 5.20 to underscore that where sin is abundant, grace is even more so. The redemption through Christ serves multiple purposes. It manifests the sufficiency of Christ's sacrifice, demonstrates his ability to save to the uttermost, and redeems even those in the deepest misery. Edwards argues that it is an honour for Christ to save the most sinful, likening him to a physician who gains renown by curing the most severe diseases. He insists that Christ will willingly save even the worst sinners who come to him, as this glorifies his redemptive power. Further, Edwards cautions that recognizing the sufficiency of Christ is crucial for redemption. If one does not see Christ as sufficient for salvation without any personal righteousness, then one will never be accepted by him. The way to acceptance, Edwards notes, is not through self-improvement, but through relying solely on Christ's worthiness and God's mercy. In conclusion, Edwards delves into the concept of divine mercy, pointing out that the magnitude of one's sin is not a barrier to receiving God's grace, as long as certain conditions are met. According to Edwards, the first step is acknowledging one's own sinfulness and the misery that comes with it. This recognition is crucial because divine mercy is aimed at alleviating such misery. Second, one must understand the severe consequences of remaining in sin, which include eternal damnation and God's wrath. Third, individuals must realize their own helplessness in escaping this misery without divine intervention. Besides, 
Edwards highlights the infinite nature of God's mercy, which is equally capable of pardoning both minor and major sins. This is because the concept of infinity transcends all gradations of size or severity. He further argues that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is sufficient for the absolution of all sins, satisfying God's divine attributes like holiness and justice. Christ's sacrifice allows God to extend His love to sinners without endorsing the sin itself. Additionally, Edwards insists that God can pardon even the gravest of sinners without compromising His divine majesty, thanks to Christ's sacrifice. This sacrifice satisfies God's justice and the requirements of divine law, enabling God to offer forgiveness while maintaining His divine justice and majesty. Edwards assures that Christ will not turn away sinners who genuinely seek mercy and repentance, underlining that Christ's primary mission is to serve as a saviour for sinners. Lastly, Edwards underscores the glory of divine grace in the redemption offered by Christ. He argues that the entire plan of salvation is designed to glorify God's free grace, which extends even to the greatest sinners. The redemption through Christ serves to manifest His sufficiency, demonstrate His saving ability, and glorify His redemptive power. Edwards concludes that the way to acceptance is not through self-improvement, but through relying solely on Christ's worthiness and God's mercy.